Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Football Guys podcast. Um, Los joined by Alex and Rocky over here in Illinois. We are enjoying our first snowfall today, first real snowfall. So, you know, it's it's nice and cold. It got that nice football, that that nice that, that nice bear weather. So, um, yeah, how we doing, guys? Uh, doing pretty good, you know. Woke up, saw the saw the snow on the ground. Was pretty shocked. I didn't even know it was supposed to snow overnight. Um, doing pretty good over here. Weather's decent. Yeah, no complaints here. At this point, we're kind of a weather podcast. We kind of bring it up every every episode. We're more the we're more the weather report podcast than anything else. <laughs> Yeah, guys, so we're kind of just going to get into this uh, Week 10 recap right away. We're, we're Before we get into it, we should talk about the big news I found yesterday. <laughs> Basketball related. Go ahead. You heard about it, Alex? Uh, no. Michael Jordan's son dating Scotty <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, Scotty can't catch a break, man. No, man. I, I'm i starting to feel bad for Guy, man. I'm starting to feel bad for him, too, man. Uh, all, all he wanted was some credit for, you know, helping Jordan get six rings, but... Which he deserves. <laughs> Which he deserves. Get that. All this shit happens, and you just go back to the... To fucking his ex-wife or whatever, dating future. It's like, come on, man. She, she cheated on him with Future, or were they already separate? I, Do you know? From what I know, she cheated on him with Future, or, or like it was an ongoing thing. Yeah, like, I, I, and, and then I think, it really popped it off once, um, once they got divorced, or how that works. But like, yeah. And now, now he's got to now he's got to watch her with um, a kid that he used to see growing up. <laughs> Wait, is it the same girl? Or is it a different yeah, same girl? Yeah. No, dude, she's same been, she gave him uh, Malik Beasley too. He so that Malik Beasley, I think he had a he just had a kid with a, with his wife. Why Malik and Beasley? He cheated on her with her. At least go after like a star. Why, why does it got to be Malik Beasley? <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even funnier, to be honest. You know, I'm not gonna lie. For 48, she is pretty bad for 48. She's for the streets for 48. <laughs> <laughs> Those Hollywood streets, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I, I am really curious how Michael... I bet Michael George pissed off about this. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he really cares, he, man. I don't know. I, I, feel like he, I feel like he wants his beef to like be private. And now it's like this is this beef is at all time high now. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Michael, jo- Michael I think Jordan at the end of the day, he's dad. just gonna look at the bank account and so- see the beef. He'll be all right, he's gonna go, nah, go to sleep pretty happy. He killed his dad, so this is the least of his problems. <laughs> Got his dad killed, yep. Got his dad killed, man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna add that one out or what? 
I'm not sure I have Michael hear that for the podcast. <laughs> My God, all you listening, we're kidding. But, but we, we all like disappear. You... We all like disappear by next week, <laughs> right? <laughs> one by one. <laughs> the river, the Riverside platform, punk bands yeah. us. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But yeah, Michael, I'm, we're just kidding. I know you're listening, but we're just kidding. Even though we we do know that you got your dad fixed. Um, since since some Jordan's <laughs> over here, and we'll stop saying it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm size eleven and a half, so throw my way. Um, we're we're gonna get into this week ten recap. We're gonna start off with some of the better games. Um, game of the week, obviously. We got to start off with the Vikings and Bills. Uh, this game was definitely a roller coaster of emotions. I was mainly watching um the the Bears game. Um, at this time, especially, or I really started watching this game once the uh, Bears game ended, and it tuned over to the to this game. And man, it was a fucking thriller, dude! Instant classic. A lot of shit. A lot of shit went on. A lot of shit went on. Justin Jefferson probably had the the greatest catch of all time. Mm-hmm. Easily, probably the easily the greatest catch of the season so far. So. Um, it's definitely going to be up there, man. Uh, he, he had a game. Uh, Stefan Diggs had a game. Dalvin Cook had a, a, a monster rush touchdown. I forget how many yards it was. It was like 80-something yards. Um, yeah, man, th- this is kind of what you, you'd expect from an 8-1 and one team going against a 6-2. Or, my bad, a 7-1 team at the time going against 6-2. and two. Just two juggernauts right now. Um, not much else to say. I'll let you guys go over the game, but yeah, um, what would you think, Rocky? First of all, before I go t- to the game, I'm getting really tired of Fox calling Cowboys and uh, the Fox number one game is Cowboys or Packers. CBS too. It's getting really old. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Unless you're a Packers or Cowboys fan, you cannot look at Fox's schedule and say the Bills and Vikings, who are both co- combined 13-3 records, should be the number one game. The Packers suck this year. They're three and six or four and six now. Yeah, I, I'm stop putting them in the number one game. Expand your brand. Expand other teams' brands. I don't know how you guys feel, but I mean, look at the schedule. I was more excited for the Bills and Vikings, and I think most fans were. It, it was the people's. The it was the people's game of the week for sure. It was the people's game of the week. Yeah, I mean, when when I saw the TV schedule come out, they weren't even on basic basic cable for us over here. I don't know about you, Rocky. It was just the Bears game on Fox, and no CBS came in noon. And yeah, it sucked that we had to miss out on it, especially if you just got uh, regular cable. Wait, you don't have the red zone? No, I was at a bar. Ended up watching this game, but even if I if I was home, I would have been able to watch it. But I'm just saying, like, not a lot of people were able to watch this game because it was probably out of it was out of the market for them. Dude, you need to get the red zone, man. I got the ticket. I got Sunday ticket. I would have watched it either way. He has it. He's just kind of speaking for other people that don't have it. Yeah. I mean, um, but. Yeah, you know that's what the NFL does. They're gonna base on these, like, what old rivalries, I guess. Cowboys, 
Cowboys Packers like back in the day. Like somehow, I feel like if these both these teams were two and ten, they would still be the number one game with Fox somehow. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Isn't that to me? It's just so annoying. Like, yeah, it's like the same thing when you know every year you're you know you're gonna get a Bears Packers game when you know it's not gonna be a very good game at all. I mean, yeah, they book us every every year in prime time. Yeah. When the game's basically a blow every year, too. Not even just against the Packers. You, they just got to stop putting the Bears in general on prime time until we're actually good. Like, well, uh, I mean, now you can with Fields. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, but. I mean, all right. Anywho, back to the Vikings-Bills game. Um, I mean, this game had it all. There's a lot of big plays, a lot of back and forth. I mean, gave both teams heart attacks. Superstars everywhere make a big plays. You see Diggs make a nice catch, uh, one-hand catch. And then Justin Jefferson laying, um, laying the game made even greater catch on fourth and 18. Kirk Cousins kind of just throwed it up there. And Justin Jefferson probably made one of the catches years. I, I, I don't know you guys, but, like, I mean, two defenders are on him. He catches one hand. As he's falling down, he still has a possession of it. As he's falling down, while the defender's trying to take it away, like that was unbelievable. That that might have been better than the Odell catch. It was it was that great. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Um, we I remember we, we I watched this game at the bar. Um, we were leaving after the noon games, and after Kirk Cousins failed that uh, QB sneak, I'm like, all right, this game's over. And then I just hear a gasp of Bills and Vikings fans. I'm like, what happened? And Josh Allen fumbles the snap. And um, Vikings recover, get a touchdown. And then, you know, Josh Allen comes back in the fourth quarter, puts in a field goal position. And then overtime, Vikings come, make a field goal. And then Bills come, and Josh Allen throws a dumb interception. I mean, it was a crazy game. I mean, at one point, I mean, we th- it was 27-10. I mean, we all thought about at that point, I'm like Vikings are the Vikings, but you know, Devin Cook opened the game up with that 71 yard touchdown to make it 27 17 and really change the momentum for the Vikings. Um, both quarterbacks didn't look great today. I think Cousins make some bad decisions. Uh, I think Josh, I don't know about you guys, but I think Josh Allen's out of the MVP discussion. This is three straight games where he didn't look so he didn't have looked so great. Uh, I mean. He kind of cho- he choked it up. He choked. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. He dropped a snap to get Vikings a touchdown, and then he throws a dumb interception overtime. I don't know what he was looking at. Still yeah, number one in overtime game. This is a third straight game of throwing two picks as well, too. He leads the league in interceptions now. Yeah, yeah. he does. That's crazy. You know, he, I mean, he's this... definitely not in the MB- MVP. Cons- con- um. Conversation currently. Definitely not. I mean, yeah, but this game was exciting. This game had everything. Um, mistakes, big plays. Just Jefferson, you know, I, I, probably in discussion, best receiver in the league right now. But yep. it's just, yeah, there's not much I can say. It's just, there's too much I can say for this game. Um, I think we got to look at the Vikings. Hey, they're they're not frauds. They're legit. Uh, 
I know they had an easy schedule up until this point, and being the Bills on the road, uh, that's a great win by Minnesota. And, you know, I mean, they're in a Super Bowl contender. They're Super Bowl contenders for sure. How do you guys take on that? I mean, yeah. You you really got to start considering the Vikings winning um, this conference and, you know, trying to move on to the Super Bowl. Uh, this is probably the craziest game. Uh, Rocky, I know you're talking about that, how you almost left the bar. I left the bar after that fourth down play. Like, I, I really did. I get home. I don't know how long that review process was, but I got home. The bar was like 10 minutes away from my house. I turned on the TV, and that's when the Bills were tri- driving, and it was 30 to 27. And that was when I was like, what the hell just happened? Oh, man, you missed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was. I was so confused. I was like, the hell? Like, did they end up giving it to Cousins? But I was like, no, I saw them. Like, I, I saw one replay. I was like, yeah, he's definitely short. And I went home. And then I get home, and it's 30-27, and these motherfuckers are about to go to um, – Buffalo was about to kick the game-time field goal and go into, the, go into overtime. Uh, this – Probably one of the craziest games, I, craziest endings I've ever seen in an NFL game. Honestly, no way you think that was gonna happen. But yeah, uh, this this was a bad game from Allen. I think I saw a stat, a uh, thing on Twitter or something that the Vikings haven't scored a touchdown in the second half for like since the Kansas City game, which is like five games ago. So really. Yeah. You haven't scored a second half touchdown? Yeah, Buffalo hasn't scored a second half touchdown since the Kansas City game. Wow, I didn't know that. So I, I think there's there should be um some concerns uh, for Buffalo moving forward. Uh this, this is a tough loss, man. Uh, I think if you're Allen, you can't you can't have that fumble and then you can't throw that dumb interception in OT, man. Like that you know better than that, so and then, like I said, five straight games of not scoring a second half touchdown. There's there's something going on with this offense now. So something to something to keep. In uh, mind. I think they lack a lot. Of, I think they lack playmakers. Like I don't think they have a true number two. You, you don't think, I don't Gabe think Davis Gabe, is the number Davis two? Davis is a true number two. I'm sorry. Damn. He can make plays here and there, but I mean. I think we overreacted to the playoff game he had against Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree that a lot of people overreacted. Yeah, but I don't know, man. He got six receptions, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Like, I, I'll take that from a number two. I think, I mean, like a deep vertical, like more of a deep vertical game. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't have a bad game. I. I don't know. Maybe, I just expect a lot more this year from him. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's living up to the hype, but I think it was because he was I think so he was so overhyped. It's eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys got anything else on that game, but. Definitely lived up to the hype. Uh, what other games were really good this week? Yeah, um, 
Do Commanders Eagles? Yeah. Um, so before you were on, I was talking to um, Carlos, and I did miss this game. Uh, I was sick, so I went by like 6 p.m. Uh, so I didn't catch any of the game. I saw the highlights this morning. Um, uh, man, crazy. I mean, those kind of highlights have been crazy. I feel like I feel like guys screwed by the refs. I feel like refs, and I'm about you guys, but I think too much is your refs are trying to take over games. Yeah, that's true. But just a lot of bad, especially the one on uh, Heineke that roughing the passer. Oh, where he? Uh... You can't really tell if he gives himself up, and he kind of barely touches him. You can tell he's trying to hold back because it's going down. And then Heineke does a great acting job and gets a rough in the passer call. It was an awful call. But I mean, end of the day, they, I mean, Watch well, did kick their ass. I mean, the time possession they had compared to Philly was amazing. Yeah. You know, they ran the ball down the throat. Not a lot of big runs, but a lot of conservative runs. And then Heineke played, you know, during short conversions throughout the whole game. And what, if you watch the highlights, I really, you look at it. I mean, they're up 23-14, and then Philly scores a touchdown right beginning the fourth quarter. And then I think the next drive, Heineke throws a deep interception to Gardner. And I feel like at that moment, you feel like things could turn around and Philly's going to start taking over. But you got to give Washington's defense credit. They just kept in there, uh, stopped Philly. And they didn't allow like, big plays for Philly. The ranking wasn't getting going. Um, they wouldn't let A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith make big plays on them. Um that shakes how good. Well, I mean, you got to give credit to Cameron Curl, who's been one of the top five safeties this year. Um, just went up there and didn't give up big plays. Um, and then the, you got to look at Tyler Heineke. Uh, his numbers aren't the prettiest throughout the year, four games he started, but I mean, he adds a juice to this team that they don't have with Carson Wentz. You can't deny that. I mean, they won three last four. I mean, they almost beat Minnesota last week, too. So, like, Heineke is the man. There's nothing pretty about his game. He's just a baller. He can scramble good, uh, but he he's just a baller. He's more athletic Jimmy G, if that makes sense. I see it. That's it. Like, you can't describe it. He just he just gets it done, and great win for Washington. I mean, they're 5-5 five and five now. So, if you look at it, I think Probably certain that NFC East three of the NFC East teams are gonna make it. Uh, just division winner between Philly Giants Cowboys, and there's gonna be two wild cards, and then you got that one extra wild card spot. Right now, who I think is competing for that wild card spot is Washington, and the loser of the Niners and Seahawks division are competing for that last wild card spot, and yeah. Washington can get there. Yeah, I mean, this is a great one for uh, Washington, keeping the playoff hopes alive. And I, after last week where you kind of let one get away, you come back and beat the undefeated undefeated um, Eagles. Eagles. So I think that's all you could ask for for Washington right now, just, you know, just stay in the hunt, stay alive, and just keep playing <laughs> – just keep this momentum going because – I mean, they've been playing. They've been playing well the past. Uh, I want to say the past month. And Terry McLaren's. Uh, uh, he is a. 
with Tyler Heineke as the receiver. He's he doesn't have that yeah. chemistry once he does Heineke. I mean, I just can't see a scenario where once if it's healthy comes back. I mean, you're, you're four and one Heineke, three and one. Yeah, you can't you can't go Heineke, once. Yeah, uh, you can't go once when he comes back. You, you're rolling right now. You just got to keep going with uh, what's working. Especially now when you got McLaren um actually in the offense now because when Wentz is in like there's games where he kind of disappears so Carlos you're you're a vibes guy how you like the vibes of Washington right now vibes are high with Heineke man vibes are high with Heineke if Carson Wentz were say hey I'm healthy within the next one two weeks sit the fuck back down on the bench because um. Vibes are high with Heineke, and he's winning games. That that's all that matters in this league. He's got to win games. So I do like it. I do like it. I I like how the the NFC East has 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 emerged as like a as a powerhouse of a of a division. <laughs> um, something that we really didn't expect. We talk um, about being the, possibly one of the worst divisions. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, dude. And what the worst team is now five and five, and that's Washington. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, dude. Like, I know you, you guys had Philly winning the division. I had Dallas winning the division. So I, I think we both understood that Philly and Dallas would be pretty good, but or Dallas would be at least decent. Um, no one predicted the the Giants, and honestly. Um, yeah, Washington started off horrible, but the way they're looking now, shit. Got to start giving them their respect. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, this well, again? Go to uh Green Bay, Dallas. Green Bay, Dallas. Uh, Wait, what do you got, Los? Title Town back? Not happy about this game, man. Not happy about this game. <laughs> um, fucking Christian Watson had a game, man. He had a game. Uh, finally found that connection. Uh, with Rodgers and Watson, and it, it it paid off, man. Aaron Jones had a monster game. Um, Cowboys were up what, two touchdowns going into the fourth? I want to say, yeah, they were up two touchdowns right going into fourth, and I, I thought it was game, but I don't really know. What to say, man. They were one hundred and fifty-five out going to the fourth quarter when they were up fourteen nothing up until the, that's kind of crazy. Oh, you saw that? That's crazy. Man. Yeah, that's insane. Actually, you said there were what? Undef- like out of their franchise, their whole f- they were like 155 and 0 when they're up four- 14 nothing, 14 plus going to oh, the fourth shit. quarter. Yeah, well, that fucking changed. Um, <laughs> 155 and one now. <laughs> it's just not good, man. I mean, Cowboys, you, you can't be dro- dropping a loss like that against the Packers, especially when you're up two touchdowns going into the fourth quarter. I mean. It's not much else to say. Cowboys choked. I don't know. Even with CeeDee Lamb having a monster game. What do you guys think about it? 
Cowboys still my division winners, by the way. Uh, um, I, I love Green Bay's game plan. They ran the ball a lot. Um, Aaron Jones had a kick-ass game. Aiden Dillon played pretty well, too. Um, it really opened up the passing game. You've seen it. Uh, Roger making deep throws. I don't think you've ever seen that all year. Um, you know, play action rolling out. Um, I mean, I think he hit Christian Watkins deep like two times. I mean, Christian Watson looked really good. And they stick to the run game. Even down by 14, they were still sticking to the run game and it was still paying off for them. Um, Dallas offense couldn't close it out. I, I really want to see start Dak start making big plays. I think that's why Dallas is a uh, fan base is not sold on Dak because sometimes he does make big plays in big moments in big games. And I feel like it kind of showed a little bit this week. I don't blame Mike McCarthy for going on 4-3. Four, four I think that was a smart decision. I would have done the same exact thing. Uh, I, I think the play design wasn't great. Um, let's see. Tony Pollard had a great game. He had, even when Z comes back, Tony Pollard's got to be the starting running back coming back. Yeah. But, I mean, great win the Vikings. Can the Vikings, I mean, uh, Packers. Can the Packers start running? I think it's, that's a possibility. I mean, they're, they're not out of it. Well, I mean, they're only a game, a game and a half back from the seven seed of the wild card, so yeah. it's not too crazy. They have a good run defense, you know, they love strong Gary. Um, yeah, it's not over for Green Bay at all. Yeah, well, we can officially say that the division's locked, right? That Vikings yeah. with that win probably just won the division, like yeah. officially. Yeah, I don't think Green Bay is going to come back in the division. But um, yeah, great great win for the Packers. They got <laughs> they got a little uh, it was a little bit of a desperate win. Uh, so great job on them actually pulling it out. And to what Rocky was saying, great job on really just sticking to the run, even though you're down 14. Uh, I think that's what what's really going to help this offense get this running game really going, and then. Have Aaron Rodgers just pick um pick apart the defense when he's in play action. So, uh, great win from Green Bay. I really didn't catch too much of this game, so I'm not gonna say too much on it. Um, if I'm the Cowboys, I uh, yeah, I'll be upset with the loss, especially when you're up 14 going to fourth. But I I wouldn't necessarily um panic to, um at all. So. Alex, while you're here, because um, I know you got to leave soon, we're going to have to knock out that Raiders game. <laughs> I, I know you told me earlier that, that you didn't really watch the game too much. Um, you're at that point right now, but still, still, still need your opinion on it. Yeah, so I think the first time really since, I want to say like 2018, since um, – their tank with um, John Gruden's first year, probably the first game I really didn't watch in about four years. Because uh, me and Los were talking about this like last night. Just when you think it can't get any worse, they'll find a way to make it worse. <laughs> and I knew that. I knew that going into this week when I chose Indy to win this game when we preview the week. 
and you guys didn't want me to do it. You guys laughed at me, but they find a way to make it worse, and that's how it's always been. I'm glad that my 20 years of being a fan of this franchise made um, made me realize how it can get worse, and will always find a way to get worse. I mean, I'm not really going to speak on the game because losing to a guy who was just hired from a high school team that was three and fucking seven, I think that's all needs to be said. Is is Jeff, is Jeff Saturday a more qualified head coach in the NFL than Josh McDaniels? 100%. It's obvious, right? <laughs> My Raiders, man. Sucks. As a lifelong Las Vegas Raiders fan, this hurts. That's it, Alex? Nothing more than that? <laughs> we expected heartbreak. Uh, I mean... We expected screaming. I, knowing how this franchise works, like I already know what's going to happen. Car is going to be the fall guy for this season. Uh... Do I think it's him? Obviously, no. This this franchise has been shit for the past 20 years. They really fucked this guy over pretty much all nine of his years, constantly missing on draft picks. So probably the two, two three best tra- uh, draft picks they've ever had was Mac, who they traded, Carr in that same draft. It's been there for nine years, and then... Cooper, what, 2015, and then they also traded him. Yeah, there's great later round picks, but when you can't consistently miss on your first first rounds and second round picks, you're not gonna you're not gonna be a good team. You're not gonna have talent on cheap deals, and it's, it's just showing, man. And then Josh McDaniels is not a head coach, man. Just I don't. Yeah. Oh man, this. Every, everyone's saying this is rock bottom. They'll find a way to go even deeper. That uh, that, that was pretty deep. Like, yes, Sunday. Uh, they will find a way to go deeper, man. Like, it's what they do. It's literally what they do, and I mean. Yeah, and it sucks. Uh, I mean, did you guys watch the video of Carr's pre- um, press co- uh, post game? Yeah. yeah, he's getting he's getting ripped apart for, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I, it's at this point, I I want the Raiders to move on from Carr this season, just so we could just get away from this franchise. So for Carr's sake. Yeah. And. Uh, I, I was telling Carlos this last night. Um, Car Car's like in the same position as like um, if for baseball fans is like the Tony Larusa situation with the White Sox um, this past season. Like he's just gonna be the scapegoat. He's gonna be the focal guy, but he's not the main reason why this team is bad. It's and, so similar, dude. They're both red herrings to the to like the actual 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, okay, I think that's way different. Uh, I mean, it's so similar though. I mean, that's how the that could be that. fixed. You should but... hire seven-year-old managers a little bit out No, not no. We we all agree that the hiring should never took place. Like, I think any logical fan uh, knew that that was gonna be a ba- that was a bad hire from the start. But to just constantly put the blame on him when there was there's so many glaring problems, other glaring problems that is much bigger than just that one person. I I think that's where it's similar at. Like, because this fan base is this fan base is mostly blame, blaming Carr for this season. Like and. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, I, I didn't Carr could play defense too. Yeah, we we've talked about that before, but it is what it is, man. It, people are just blaming Carr for the season, and you know what? Um, Carr Carr hasn't played great where he's helping himself though. Like he's kind of feeding feeding fuel into that fire where you know kind of his poor play this season. He has been playing poor this season, not been good. But he's, he's one of the not... least of the problems. He's actually, I, I would say, he's probably the least of their problems. Yeah, we we all would agree, but just the poor play right now, and then how the team is looking, like he's not helping himself. That's it. And years past, he has helped himself because I I don't get how in one off season this guy has looked. He's probably one of the most probably one of the clutch quarterbacks in the league, and then he's 0 for 6 on drives to go take the lead or go tie the game. We we haven't seen this, but when he gets his opportunity, he he makes the plays he needs to either take the lead or at least tie the game. And that hasn't happened at all this season. Uh, you know, watch this game. For about, I think the game should be fired today. Hot take, hot take. It's uh, not a hot take, but but we all know it's not going to happen after after the statement by Mark Davis. Yeah, like, after that, I'm like, well, okay. Oh, oh, thank you, Carlos. I, that that was one thing I forgot. <laughs> My God, dude, how out in touch can you be to say Josh McDaniels is doing a fucking fantastic job this season? Like. The whole statement I really didn't mind, but the fact that you said a fantastic job just show just like pretty much pretty much slaps every Raiders fan in the face because we came into the season with high expectations, making the playoffs, being competitive on probably one of the toughest divisions and that we've ever seen, and we're two and seven, and you just lost to a high school football coach that had a losing record in high school. Like what? What part of this season has been fantastic? I can't even give you a fantastic fucking quarter. Okay, maybe one at Kansas City, but that's it. That that's really a fantastic fucking job we're getting here. This three, you, you they blow on three seventeen point leads. They got shot by the Saints. The Saints defense has been pretty bad this year. Really bad this year. A Saints and, defense with no Marshawn Lattimore. A rookie was. Keeping Adams in check. There's, there's no fantastic job happening here. Don't like 
there's no reason to lie to us. We're just we're watching the product on the field. You're a bad football team. I mean, I said it's. I mean, I said for you guys. I I thought coming in, I'll be. The Raiders were kind of overrated. I thought. I just looked at roster. Roster wasn't there. I didn't feel like the roster was there. But I mean, I didn't expect this. You're two and seven. I mean, you got outside cross. You have zero pass rush. The pass rush is terrible. Um, secondary doesn't look great. I mean, it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would fire. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's no excuse for that. A coach who doesn't know how that comes in from a high school coach, no NFL experience or college experience at all, middle of the season, doesn't know how to really schedule a plan throughout the week. And I mean, he's never done that before. And he comes in and he out coached him. He yeah. out coached him. Let out. This is the Bill Belichick regime, and he out coached him. After after he said a couple weeks ago on Twitter that that the Raiders are terrible or playing table, terrible. Yeah, I got to use that as a motivation. <laughs> what do you say? The Raiders are playing terrible. No, uh, the Raiders look horrible. And I, I do want to give my dues to Jeff, Jeff Saturday. I think they did a great job. Um, I think they were smart for calling. And I think they make a difference for making us believe Sam Elgars would be the starting quarterback going this week, and then. Really not see anything until Matt Ryan uh, comes in, and there's no reports on it at all too. Because I think there's such a big distraction this week with the Jeff Sarri hiring that almost like there was no reports that Matt Ryan started at all, and it definitely did something to the defense because defense didn't expect that at all too. And it made, and it changed your whole game plan because I mean you got a different game plan between Elgar and Matt Ryan. And I mean, Matt Ryan played a hell of a. Who was the offensive coordinator of the Colts have? The new one? Scott. Dude, I don't know. They just picked some fucking Peters, kid from Peters, the Peters. Gro- Peters. They just picked some fucking bagger from the nearest grocery store to fucking call plays that's on Sunday. He played. Hey, he, he coached a hell of a game. Like, Matt Ryan looked like his best performance throughout the game. Um, I got to give him credit for credit, too. He looked. He coached the game phenomenal. It was probably. It was definitely Colts. Best offensive game. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, like every every team that has really played the Raiders this season, like, I like the Jacksonville game, the Cardinals game, uh, Sunday. Like, I, I'm watching these other teams play. Like, I really don't think they're better than the Raiders team at all. Like. The Raiders just find ways to just look like they're a Division Three team or NAIA fucking team, especially on defense. Like th- that defense is a freshman B team. It, besides Crosby, and there's only so much he can do. Jonathan Taylor has looked washed this season, and he has his biz- uh, biggest game against us. Same with fucking Camaro. Camaro has looked washed ever since hit the Raiders game. But yeah, his biggest game, his only touchdowns were against the fucking Raiders. Well, I mean, throw back to Carr, like you said. I mean, Carr, a, Carr did not look good. I mean, his numbers look better than when the game actually looked. Cause his, he missed some big throws watching yeah. this game. 
he's missed a lot of big throws this season. Like, like, like I was saying, like, uh, I don't think he should be the fall guy, but he's going to be. But his play this season has hasn't helped him. It that that's just bottom line. He hasn't been good this season. At, I don't know if it's everyone it's just yeah. Everybody always talks how, talks about how complicated this offense is, but at the end of the day, man, you you got to make the plays. You have to make these plays. And then that, and then I mean, man, Robinson made a big run too. That thirty-nine yard run, I can't, I couldn't believe that. Oh, Patrick, Patrick Graham, and the entire defense should have been fired, like at that moment. Like, if I was Mark Davis, I would have told Patrick Graham, just drop your headset and go home. And yeah, then everybody he's on awful. That... He's an awful, awful defensive coordinator. Yep, so now, now, now I just got to wait for them probably get a rookie quarterback and wait another two to three years for him to de- develop. And it's just a repeated. This is where we're at now. How crazy is it, like, from now, like, in the beginning of the season? Say, like, it, holy shit, we're right here right now. It sucks, man. Like, like, like I said, um, 2018, I didn't really watch much because I – but I knew 2018, that, that was a full tank season. I, I knew it. Everybody saw it. After they traded Mac – you you knew they were gonna go in full tank mode. So did I watch every game? No, I didn't. But this season, when I'm expecting like you're being competitive, at the very minimum, and you're not even that at this point. And it's only the second weekend of November. I mean, thank God, dude. Now now I could just watch the World Cup with no worries, and just that be my main focus. But this is bad. This, this has been a total disappointment. And I, I'm just not looking forward to McDaniel's being the head coach of this team for any longer. Well, Alex, I told you earlier, I think the Raiders are going to turn it around finally, and they're going to be a playoff team. They're going to win out from here. And, you know, we're going to we're gonna look back at this and laugh. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank uh, God for Denver being as bad. <laughs> Alex, before you go, is there is there any other games that you wanted uh, to highlight uh, real quick? L- let me let me do the Bears game with you guys real quick. Okay. Okay. What do you got to say about the Bears game, Alex? Are, are, are you are you officially uh, high on Justin Fields? Like, uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah, you said he was the best quarterback coming out of that draft. That's no question now. That's not what I'm asking. Are, are, are you like, okay, holy shit, Bears fans, you got your guy? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I've always thought of that. But um, after Sunday, uh, uh, I'm going to start bringing up a little concerns. Um. I, I think Justin Fields electric. He's the most electrifying quarterback right now. But are you guys 
So what what do you guys take out of this um game? Were you, Rocky, were you pissed off that they lost like that, or are you just wanting them to get the most? Um, no, I was no, I was pretty pissed after that game. Um, I mean, but I mean, defense has no greats. I mean, we, we have a lot of talent on defense. We got no pass rush. I mean, things like that happens. Uh, and I mean, golf tore us up big time. He found a lot of holes in the seams, uh, especially playing his own defense. And Jared Goff took advantage. Of, Jared Goff's playing pretty damn good this year, in my opinion. Um, he's almost a conversation of Lions not drafting a quarterback this year and keeping with them. Um, I mean, bigger news. I mean, what can I say about Fields, man? Fields is taking over the game. He's taking over the league. He is playing unbelievable. Um, you know, 148 rush yards and two touchdowns. Uh, his throwing's got better, even though he, he threw a dumb interception that cost us a touchdown. But, I mean, Fields is the best. And I'm putting Lamar Jackson. Fields is the best running quarterback in the league. I don't have any questions about that. And, I mean, he's pu- he's putting the game on his back. I mean, Bears are the only team to score 29 points through straight games and lose all three of those games. Yeah. That's on the defense. They got to play better, but I mean, Fields is playing out of his mind right now. All right, so. Uh, um, you guys want to add more to that? No, nah, I, I want to ask you guys, like, yeah, we're, we're saying Fields is the most probably electrifying quarterback right now, but are you guys, like, any, any concerns about him developing as a passer, though? Because, like, right now it just looks like Lamar in his first season just He's running the ball, and you just can't stop him, which is fine. I'm no, not concerned I know. I, yet. I think, I think his throwing's looked pretty good this year. I mean, the last couple of games. His throwing's gotten better. Right. Yeah. And, and to I, me, it can only get better. Like, I, yeah. I, I think with time, and especially, you know, in the offseason by next season, I mean. All right, what, what about the could, final he, drive? When you're down one, just need to get into field goal range. That's I think take some time. I I think that's a game like you want Fields to really drive drive down and put you in position to win the game. You know what I mean? That yeah, I think that's where I you agree. learn from that. You would love to see it, but it, it it's not something where I'm like, okay, well, you know, it, it changes my mind about Fields. I mean, like I said, time with Fields and oh now and you I think we're gonna time. see more. Can't give it time with Fields. <laughs> you guys were like trying to jump off the bad wagon three weeks ago. Well, well, now we're seeing a lot more. Be- early in the season, we we heard a lot of talk from Justin Fields. Now we're seeing a lot of walk. You know, it, it, it's a whole different ball game now. Uh, a lot of running. Yeah, how, how about you worry about your car, uh, your boy car, buddy? All right. <laughs> Whoa. Nah, man. I I was. I, 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 I was the I was the one that I was the one that said. I was the one that was high on Fields. I had him the best quarterback in the draft. I was the one Why saying, give him like more time. Fields, <laughs> I was like, give him more time. No, I, I mean, I was very critical of, of Justin Fields early in this season. But, I mean, dude, he's turned it around. And, you know, he's, he's, he's playing to his potential as a, as a running back. 
But no, um, am I worried about his development as a passer? Um, not too much, because um, I th- I think we'll definitely see the the improvement um through the rest of the season, and then especially next season, I'm not worried about it at all. Yeah, uh, watching that game it was so frustrating because at 24 time, like we got, I felt so comfortable we got this. I was talking ourselves and going to the playoffs possibly. Ah, oh, there it is. I told you. There it is. I told you. I told you, Carlos. And that was ruined in 15 seconds. <laughs> 15 minutes. It was fucking 15 minutes. Marston did the exact same thing. I was messaging him, and he was telling me, we could win 9, 10 games this season. We can, Philly's got to lose at some point. We'll beat Philly. We'll, we'll beat fucking uh, Buffalo. They lost to New York. We'll beat New York. Atlanta, they, bar- yes. they barely beat. Yeah, I'm looking like, yeah, like at our wins. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was in the span of Ask Alex. I showed him the messages. It was in the span yeah, of 15, 15 minutes, minutes between he said we will win nine or ten games and when the Bears actually like officially lost the game. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Rocky man, why why did you do that to yourself? Took the bait. <laughs> We went from I, I 9 or 10 know, wins man. in a playoff berth to fucking losing to the Lions. Yeah, man. Like, why'd you do that to yourself? Uh, I just do uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this, be... this is why I like toxic girls, because of the Bears, man. <laughs> That's why you got to be realistic, man. Like, like you gotta take a page out of my book. Just be realistic about your fuck about your franchise, dude. They find a way to disappoint you all the time. Um, interesting uh, news from Antonio Brown and Brady drama. Did, weren't they just on Facetime with each other? Wait, what? Yeah, uh, I, it might have been an old picture, but AB posted on Snap. Uh, Screenshot of him on FaceTime with Tom Brady and Takashi Six Nine. They had to be fake. I don't know, man. Maybe, probably. Uh, well, Antonio Brown uh, posted a text, and yeah, he got a text from Brady. Um, what do we call it? Where am I losing? Yeah, he got a text from Brady. This was before the way before the Jets game. It was like May of 2021. That Tom Brady says he's like disappointed in Tony Brown. This is a text to Tony Brown. He's demonstrating poor behavior, hanging out with the wrong crowd, blah, blah, blah. A really long text. And, and that was May of 2021. In, in May of 2021? Yeah. So right, so before the season, even before the season started. Mm-hmm. I mean, there. What more do you want to say? Like that's just Tom Brady trying to trying to get through to what he considered a friend at that point, trying to help out a friend, and you know how AB is. What's wrong with AB? Model system. <laughs> He's a prime example of CTE. Let me. I may have one more thing to the Bears game. That Jack Sanborn played a hell of a fucking game. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, undrafted rookie and coming in there, Roquan's place and playing that well. I mean, if he played down throughout the season, he'd probably be a starter next year. And, you know, you save a lot of money right there. Boom. Yep. I don't know. Overall, I wasn't mad about the game, as a lot of Bears fans were. Um to me, uh, like I, I've been at the point for a few weeks now where every loss is is kind of a win. As a just uh, raise up that draft pick, and you know, losses are are for the better. But um, I I, I did expect the Bears to win, uh, to win the game. I I picked them to win the game, but this is just kind of how it's going to look the rest of the season. I mean, if we do it against the Lions, probably just going to happen against Atlanta, Jets, Vikings, Philly. I mean, <laughs> we said it a million times on the podcast going into the season. Number one thing we wanted to see is, uh, is development or any progression in fields, and he's blown our expectations um, in these last few weeks. So. I'm to me. I'm personally content with this season. I'm I'm happy about it. We all knew it, it, it was going to be a disaster as far as the record or losing games. So, uh, um, I'm fully moved on to the next season. I'm I'm just I'm waiting for for the Super Bowl, for the Monday after the Super Bowl, and to to me that's when when I started getting excited as a Bears fan. Monday after the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no more, no more playoffs, Rocky. No, I'm out of the playoffs. I don't think we're going this year. <laughs> In 15 minutes. There's my Super Bowl hopes right there. <laughs> we were close. We were close. Did you? Uh, did you guys see the? On Twitter, or the Warriors, uh, the Niners at the Warriors game. So, Kittle, Chris McCaffrey, Jimmy G were all sent courtside the yeah. Warriors game. Oh, all yeah, good looking yeah. guys, but I guess like the Warriors cheerleaders all came over to say hi to Jimmy G. Yeah, they all hugged him and shit. Like, they dapped up CMC a little bit, but they really wanted Jimmy G. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy G, man. They want a QB, too. He's a good-looking man, man. No, he is. <laughs> you want to talk about the Niners-Chargers game? Oh, yeah. Um. What do you got on it, Rocky? Um, a much uh big game for the Niners. Uh, so Nick Bosa, I mean, Nick Bosa is playing at a DS Player of the Year level. He kicked ass. Um, they're struggling. They're struggling against the Chargers that um that first half, but completely dominated Chargers second half. Chargers didn't score any points that second half. 
Um, I think you're going to see a lot of split back carries between McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. I think Elijah Mitchell finished more carries than Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he did. Um, which, I don't know. I mean, he gave up a lot of picks for McCaffrey. You think you utilize him a little more, but I'm there both one two tandem. I'm mean, being honest, Shannon. He's a, he's a right back by committee type of guy. You're not he's not have his backs one of his backs carry over 25 carries. You know, so he's gonna split time. Uh, again, Niners truly. I mean, defense play outstanding. They're they're top five defense right now. Yeah, but uh, I I want to see a little more from Jimmy G in this offense. Uh, Brandon Uke, I mean, incredible route runner, but, I mean, he dropped a big red zone touchdown. Uh, Debo, I got to see more of Debo. Debo has not been the same this year. He's had a really down season. I haven't seen any big plays from him this year. Um, I, I need to see more big plays from the Niners offense. I think his defense keep him in too many games right now. Um, going back to the Chargers, you know, good first half. The second half, they just couldn't do it. can't manage anything. They just need another playmaker. You lose two top receivers, Mike Williams and um, Keenan Allen. That's going to be tough. I mean, you trust Jadrick Carter and Joshua Palmer. That's not going to get it done for you. And it's seen right now. They're struggling away at 5-4. And, four and Yeah, I, mean, I think Brandon Staley's, uh, I said before the game, is upset that they're not getting enough respect at 5-3. But, I mean, I mean, you guys are barely – you're struggling five and three. Like you guys should be way better than what you guys are. But again, yeah, again, they, I mean, they're dealing with a lot of injuries and yeah. I don't you take on that guys. Um, yeah, I mean, probably what past, probably since that Kansas city game at Kansas city, like the Chargers just been so unimpressive. Uh, I don't know if Herbert's still hurt, but he doesn't really look the same. Um, yeah, you could look at the weapons, with, especially with Keenan Allen out and Mike Williams, but he he just hasn't looked the same since that rib injury. Um, I don't I don't know, man. Uh, on the 49ers side, though, I think, uh, like you were saying, with Shanahan likes the running back committee. I think they just want to keep McCaffrey healthy, going trying to get into um, going into the playoffs. You know that that's where he's gonna be the huge difference is, you know, um, between that playmaker and the po- and the postseason more so than in the regular season. Uh, so I'm I'm fine with it. Not really as a fantasy owner, but it is what it is. Keep keep him healthy down the stretch. Um. Yeah, man. Um. Uh, I think um, Brandon Staley is going to get fired if they miss out the playoffs. Like, I, I think they really got to really pull the trigger of that because they, they've been really um, unimpressive this season as well. And they got they got Kansas City again next week and the Cardinals, you know. They, they could be barely 500. They, I mean, they, they got Brandon Staley – because Ethan Lynn was, uh, was bad situation management. And Brandon Stanley is just bad, if not worse, than Anthony Lynn. Yeah, he is. I was going to say, he's probably has worse, dude, to be honest. like, and I don't know, man. Like, But that's that's what's going to happen. They're going to miss out on the playoffs. 
Saley's gonna get fired, and then they're gonna get fucking um Sean Payton. Man, Sean Payton with and Justin just, Herbert, and just ruined my life for another twenty years. I think Sean Payton might be a better fit in Arizona. I, I, yeah, I mean, Arizona's got more weapons, but Sean Payton goes to the Chargers. You don't think people will go want to play for them with him, him and Herbert? You know, like, I, I think they will get talent. Easily. They're already an attractive team. And, um, this should Herbert be like an event. Hell of a throw when... Oh, the, on the touchdown pass? No, no, it looks like he's getting hit. He said Pop getting hit, and then he just oh, zips one in the second level right between two defenders to DeAndre Carter. It was a beautiful pass. In stride. Uh, I think too, it was late in the first half. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, man. There should be an investigation on this Chargers um, medical staff, though, man. Everybody gets hurt, man. I don't understand how you every year has <laughs> these many guys hurt. Especially on pretty much a lot of your top players, too. It's frustrating, too, because they're the one more talented teams every year and they can't get it, they just can't get it together. Right. I mean, like during Jane, when he's healthy, he's the best safety in the league. When he's healthy, and he's not healthy all that much. All right, guys. I got to start getting ready for work. All right, man. Take care. All right. Peace out. see you guys. Yeah, I don't really got too much else on that game. You guys pretty much covered it all. Just... I think the Niners are kind of going to go on a run here. And probably eventually take over the division. I just think they got way too much talent to not. I mean, looking at their schedule, they got they got the Cardinals up next. They got the they got the Cardinals, Saints, Dolphins, Bucks, yeah, Seahawks. So they got a pretty tough uh, schedule coming up. So they're definitely gonna be battle tested throughout the next few weeks. But I think they're definitely gonna. Yeah, I mean, the rest of their schedule is not easy for sure. I mean, there would be a borderline 500 team like they were last year, so I mean, it's going to be tough for them for sure. But it is the NFC, so uh, we, we've all said throughout the season that uh, anyone in the NFC can kind of squeak through the cracks. Uh, to make the playoffs. All right. Uh, what game do you want to do next? Uh, gonna do, do Brown, Miami. Yeah, Browns Dolphins. Um, uh, I think the main story. Is... Is... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. All right. I feel like the main story coming out of this game was um was uh the Browns' inability to stop the the Miami run. I mean, you you had you had Jeff Wilson. Who had a monster game? You had Raheem Mozart, who also had a great game. 
Um, Cleveland couldn't stop the run, and uh, honestly, the the whole offense. To me, Miami was firing at all cylinders. I mean, you barely had Tyreek Hill and Jaden Waddle, your your two stars, the best receiver receiver duo in the league, um, scoring, and you still got fucked by Sheerfield and Angold. I mean, come on. Um, this Miami uh, offense showed that to me that they are Super Bowl contenders. Um, I don't really have you too much. They have or haven't? Oh, they have. They have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they have. Um, Mike McDaniel is is definitely uh, in the conversation for for head coach of the year. Um. Definitely got to put him in that top two, top three conversation. And yeah, um, yeah, just reiterating the biggest, the biggest thing I got from this game is uh, the run game for Miami, Cleveland not being able to stop it, and just the playmaking by Miami in general. What do you think of the game? Um. Like I said, you know me, I've been high on Mike McDaniels. Um, this game to show Mike McDaniels a uh, genius. I mean, he has an answer for everything. Uh, he's put he's putting his receivers in a great spot. He puts two in a great spot. Um, two and he gets some love, too. Uh, but Mike, I mean, Waddle, I mean, he's not, he's not just Waddle, Tyreek Hill. You're seeing Sheffield, Ingwall get in touch, uh, get the ball um, in open space. I mean, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Moster, I mean, he is doing an amazing job. You can't say enough much about Mike McDaniels. I mean, there's a lot of controversy with Brian Flores at the time. I didn't agree with it, but I mean, they definitely upgraded Mike McDaniels, and he's put two, two is in the MVP discussion right now. I agree. There isn't any question about that. He, I mean, he has his team winning games. Um, I mean, that was complete domination against Cleveland. Um, I mean, picking up Jeff Wilson was a great pickup. I mean, their offense even up, opened up even more with Jeff, Jeff Wilson. And it's shown. I mean, their offense is, just looks unstoppable. And they're definitely an archival contender and one of the best teams in the league. Right now, they lead the division, right? Yeah. Or yeah. is it the Jets? No, it's Miami. That's crazy, man. He would have told any. I, I mean, we all knew Miami and, and Buffalo were were playoff bound, but just just the fact that Miami and, and the Jets are top two in the in the division right now is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. God damn. Yeah, Dol- Dolphins, Jets, Bills. Right now, it's got the Jets over the Bills, so them Patriots probably looking at them as as the best division in football uh, next in NFC East. So, uh, yeah. Uh, watching Michael Daniels, so watching Michael Daniels this year, do you kind of wish we, we had him as head coach? Oh, my God, easily. I, I mean, I feel like that was a lot before the season. Um, a lot of us t- – like like Mike McDaniel, but um, I said before the season I, I didn't really hate on 
the Eberflus hiring because I just want to give everyone a chance. Uh, I think everyone deserves that. But when you do see guys like, you know, Brian Dabble and and Mike P. Daniel shine like that, <laughs> can't help but reminisce or, or just think, hey, what if we had that guy? But, yeah, Mike P. Daniel's been doing a hell of a job. Um, he definitely deserves a lot of credit in this one. Um, what'd you think of that Giants Texans game? Um, boring game. <laughs> oh, which yeah. I expected. Um, uh, but I mean, they, you know, Brian DeBall and the Giants have identity. You know, run the ball, protect, don't making turnovers. Dan Jones. Uh, I mean, Giants don't really have much receiving core to work with. So, I mean, he's keeping the game simple for Dan Jones. I don't think you really, we really have gotten seen Josh, I mean, Dan Jones' full potential. This is fourth season, right? Um, yeah, it's near there. He's got not much help. I mean, Kenny Galladay did nothing again. He's got to be the most hated man, the hated giant, for sure, by the fan <laughs> yeah. base. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he, he dropped the easy one. And when he's not dropping passes, I mean, he's always fucking injured. And I mean, it's a, he's been frustrating to watch for sure. And yeah, I don't think he, I, I don't think um, Brian Football's a fan of him. And yeah, I mean, but the Jets are seven and two. I don't think it's a guarantee they make the playoffs. To be honest, I know that's kind of a hot take that you guys seven and two. I just haven't. I'm not sold with their talent, um, but yeah, Giants play great. Um, or they're killing it. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, their defense tackle, is starting to become one of the better defense tackles in the league. He was outstanding. Uh, can't say nothing about much. Uh, more about Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce killed it. Um, they're 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 redrafting a quarterback. I don't, I don't know if Mills is going to be the guy for them. Mills has been struggling this year a lot, and that's guy I was excited to see. But, I mean, this offense is running their own line. Andrew Thomas is playing, like, one of the best left tackles in the league. Um, and then you get Jones, Barkley, and Slane had a big game, too. So, good one for the Giants, for sure. So, so kind of going back to what you were saying about the Giants not possibly being a playoff team. Honestly, man, like, I, I'm not fully sold on their talent either. But if they are winning the games, like, beating the teams that, that are put in front of them, they could definitely be a playoff team. I mean, next week they they have the Lions, um, which they should win. Then they got the Cowboys. You count that as a loss. Then they got Washington, their first game versus Washington, and then Eagles. Then Washington again, um, in Washington. Then you got the Vikings, Colts, then Eagles again. I mean, right there, I see four winnable games. And say you win three or four of those, I mean, you're looking at a ten win season in the NFC. So uh, I mean, it's possible. I mean, right? It's, it is possible. It's just it, it is hard to believe. I, I want to see more from the Giants. <laughs> yeah, That's but, all right. but at what point is it like okay, like like we do believe them? Maybe if they beat the Cowboys. Yeah, if they'd be a good team. 
Yeah. Uh, let's just say Titans are a good team, but that was week one. I mean, I don't think Titans really feel themselves at that moment. Yeah, they lost to the Cowboys. I mean, they lost to the Seahawks. So, it it, it is definitely it, – it's valid. Well, I mean, they beat Baltimore. They did beat Baltimore, huh? Yeah, they did. Shit. They beat the Bears. That's a good team, right? That's a, that's a league team they beat. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I mean that, that that second game versus the Cowboys will really show, and and they 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 got two coming up against Washington, who's been hot, and then two coming up against the Eagles. So they got four division matchups coming up in their uh their last what eight games or so. Um. So that's definitely going to be the test. They are definitely coming to the part of their schedule where, where we want to see if they're legit. And being what seven and two going into that is, is uh, is definitely ideal for the Giants. So I'm happy with oh, them to be honest. Oh, I'm here for their fan base, man. Long time they get to be happy for something. They deserve it. They deserve it. Um. Move on to the Chiefs game. Um, you know, Mahomes doing Mahomes things. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the, that Kateri's Tony was a steal for them. They stole Kateri's Tony. Yeah. Which, I don't, I really don't understand why the Giants couldn't. I wasn't big on him coming to the draft at all. But, I mean, he's a first round pick. He's a first round pick for a reason because he has a talent. And the only Giants are secret. I don't know why they trade him away. And, and I don't know why Brian DeVault could just couldn't find a rhythm with him in the offense, but Chiefs looked like they found a little bit in him. I and mean, he made a nice catch down the sidelines, and he had a nice touchdown, too. Uh, you know, Mahomes making Mahomes things. I mean, four touchdowns. Mahomes is, to me, clearly the MVP of the season. He's the front runner right now, for sure. About that. He's, the, he's the front runner, yeah. And, I mean, and he's doing this out Tyreek Hill. Um, spread the ball around. I know Juju got hurt, so they're gonna have just to that. But yeah, this Kansas City team's on a roll, and for me, it's between them and Miami is the best team in the AFC right now. Yeah, I definitely agree. Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. I mean, we kind of said it in the preview. Uh, we didn't really say too much on it because we just knew the Chiefs are gonna Chiefs. Um, they covered their their nine and a half spread. Um. We, we kind of just knew what they were going to do was kind of make it look easy, and Mahomes showed up, showed up. I mean, yeah, just not much to say about it. They're probably going to do it next week, too. How will they get um, next week? I don't think uh, Jax will look bad. Um, yeah, I don't think Jax will look terrible. I don't think Trevor Lawrence will look terrible. I mean, you just lose the best team at home by 10 points. Um, on the road, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's going to happen. They're 3-7. Jacksonville's got a lot to do. But, I mean, they haven't been terrible this year. He definitely took a step compared to last year. So, hopefully they can keep it, momentum going. Shout-out Christian uh-huh. Kirk for having a monster game. Big game. I was playing as a fan, so he had a big day, fortunately. Oh, damn. Um, um, what else we got? Steelers game. Uh, I, this is good. This is Steelers football for sure. Run the ball, play it safe with your quarterback. Um, 
You know me, I'm not a picket guy, but uh, picket looked really good. Uh, made some safe throws. Um, they ran the ball well to Najai Harris and Jalen Warland. I mean, that's a big, that's a big boy, man. And he's been run the ball very well. This it was just an old Steelers football run the ball, play good defense. T.J. Watt back. I mean, T.J. Watt made some amazing plays. Um, he's one of those impactful players on the, that team. So um, you start seeing Steelers take a little more deep shots with Kenny Pickett, and um, yeah. Good one for Steelers for sure. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I agree. What's my up? bad. I feel like as a Steelers fan, you're more looking at the progress of Kenny Pickett throughout the year. I think you guys know they're not making the playoffs this year. So this this basically like how we stick on this year about Justin Fields. This is yeah, yeah, they're in the same boat. They're in the same boat as us for sure. And, and this is definitely their their best game of the season. I I think. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You pretty much uh, went over it all. I mean, they, they, they couldn't get the the Saints couldn't get the running game going, and and the Steelers' defense looked pretty good. Um, it was pretty much anyone's game going in the second half, but but the Steelers just came out on top. Um, Deontay Johnson had a had a big catch, and. Is that uh, TikTok or no? What's up? You said Jawan Johnson. Well, that was a touchdown, right? But Deontay Johnson had that big catch that set up that field goal. Yeah, yeah. That gave him the that gave him the lead. Yeah. So, so yeah. Carlos, is it time to bench Andy Dalton? <laughs> um. I don't know, but what I am seeing is that is that a, a a lot of Saints fans on Twitter are calling for Cam Newton. They want Cam Newton on the team. I don't know if that's irrational or not, but is it is it time to start uh, to bench Dalton? I don't know, dude. Do you think Jameis Winston would be doing any better right now? Um, I think a little bit. I mean, it just has looked good the last two weeks. Um, I know first four or five starts, Dalton looked really good this offense, but I mean he hasn't looked pretty. I think it's time to put Wizard back. Um, it's just the same. Wizard, I feel like just never got the true chance to take the team to the playoffs. You know, he remember he started five and two with them. Um, he started five and two, and they're likely to go to the playoffs, but Wizard gets hurt, and then they lose. You know, four straight games, something like that, and gives out the playoffs. And this year too, I know it wasn't it wasn't great early in the year. He made a lot of mistakes, but he only started one and two. He started first three games, got injured, and then Dalton played well enough to take the job. Another three and seven. So, yeah, a fourth success for Winston for sure. Okay, I mean, they're gonna have to rebuild soon. I mean, they're a veteran team, low salary cap, don't have many draft picks. Right. I and I think they're going to be trading Sean Payne. Sean Payne's worth giving up a first-round pick for, so. To Arizona, though? Arizona or uh, the Chargers? Either or. 
I'm actually really excited <sighs> to see where he goes. Yeah, because he's definitely coaching next year for sure. Yeah. I don't see him going. I don't see Cowboys getting rid of McCarthy unless Cowboys just really stink the bed since the second half of the year. But <laughs> it, it would have to be like a pretty bad wild card loss, maybe. Even then, I, I still wouldn't see it. No. Um, what else we got? We got the. You want to do Thursday night game? What was that Thursday? I don't even remember the Thursday night. That was Panthers the Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, would you start Desmond Ritter right now or no? I mean, you might as well, right? Like the season's not going anywhere. I mean, I mean, I don't. Do you not? I don't know. Mariota to me is just not playing that well. I, you I, know I, me. I'm not. A, I've never really been Marcus Mariota guy. I think Mariota is one of the like probably top three worst starting quarterbacks right now. Um, it just missing throws, missing reads. He hasn't been too impressive this year. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're Atlanta, I think you definitely do it. Just, uh, just get Ritter some, some time in the NFL. I mean, we all agree season's not going anywhere. I know the 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 division's kind of weak, and yeah, they might only be one game back of the division from Tampa. But I mean. You might as well try, you know. It, it, it's not a sure thing. Is like, oh, okay. If, if we start Desmond Ritter, um, this is officially us tanking the season or or waving the white flag. But Mario does not take you anywhere, man. It's it's kind of just time to accept that Mario has been around forever. You got your new guy up. Give him some damn playing time. I mean, he had he's had two smart offensive coaches. He's failed in. I mean, you remember Gable, uh, Gable Floor? Um, he coached there for a season or two with under Mike, Mark, Mark Mariota. Mark Mariota did not play well under him at all. He he played so bad, it made us question the hire of Green Bay's hire of him because their <laughs> offense is so bad. But I mean, he's having his best years under Rush had his best years under him. So I think a little bit is on Mariota. I mean, I mean Mariota also got benched. Under Arthur Smith after six games too for Tannehill and Tannehill played phenomenal under Arthur Smith and I don't know is a fair put on him it's not fair because the O line looked really bad last night I mean they put a lot of pressure on him but but that pick man that pick was awful but I mean you look at both teams I mean they're not great they're not most talented but they're very disciplined. Uh, they're two well-coached teams. Uh, Deontay Foreman, man, is a very underrated back, dude. He's just hard to tackle. I mean, he re- he's definitely reunited his career after the his he's a high draft higher draft pick with the Texas third round. He's been playing very well. He played well last year under uh, replacing um, Derrick Henry, and he's playing very good uh, in Carolina too. Yeah, and I'd like to see him stay there another year with Carolina, be the main back, but we'll see. Yeah, I've been liking him a lot, uh, t- taking over that lead back role with uh, obviously with CMC being traded and uh, 
to Robert ha- having lingering issues or or injuries. So, yeah, Dante Foreman is just kind of their kind of their highlight run on offense. Yeah, he's a really exciting guy. Fans love him. And uh, PJ Walker looked good. Played played safe. Didn't make any turnovers. So, but I mean, he won't be playing next week. Looks like uh, Baker starting next week. So, oh damn! They already announced it. Yeah, uh, I guess he sprains the ankle, so Baker's gonna start next weekend at uh, Baltimore. Oh shit! Okay. Baker's time, man. That's where he shines. Yeah, it is. <laughs> He's auditioning for backup roles next year, so. Right. Yeah. He could come be a backup over here. What's up? He could come be a backup over here if he wants. We'll welcome in him into Chicago. Uh, I don't want him. He's too profile for a backup. Really? Uh, let, let's throw out there. Let's say Fields. Um, let's say after three games, he a couple games he struggled. They're gonna call for Baker. I don't want that. Or let's say Fields. That, that is true. That Baker is true. Lights out. Yeah, yeah. Once You're he hits the fan, they're calling for Baker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would kill to have Tyrod Taylor's my backup. That that is better. Yeah. And, am, am I crazy? Is it even possible? Is it crazy to have Mitch as a backup, or is that too much? To bring him back as a backup to the Bears? Yeah. I don't think he'd do it in a million years. I, I'm 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 a hundred percent certain he fucking hates Chicago. You think so? Yeah. I, I I think he he has a grudge against he, uh, against us like the fans. Oh, uh, you know I take it back because my mom, his grandparents live in Florida. My mom waited on his grandparents a few times, and I think going into his, she waited him go, going on to Mitch's like last season in Chicago, and uh, he said he hated he hates he wants to get out of there. He hates it there. I I, I don't blame him necessarily. Um, close, very close source, good source by me. Yeah, I mean, you'll only hear that source on a football guy's podcast. By the way, no one yeah, else has that. Nowhere story. else, just here. Nobody else has that story. <laughs> now, now I feel, I feel like I put his grandma in a bad spot now. Right, people are gonna go after his fucking grandma. His grandma. <laughs> No, but yeah, I don't think he comes back to Chicago at all, dude. Not at all. I guess I won't be getting a Trubisky interview pretty anytime soon. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll reach out. I'll try to make it happen, but. Well, I'm going to look up the free agent quarterbacks if you have some time. I actually don't know, yeah. So free quarterbacks we have is Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, Geno Smith. I don't see any of them going anywhere. Daniel Jones, Jimmy G. That's a You also got Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. Sorry, I'm just waiting for this to load. Case Keenum. 
Are you looking at it right now? I think I'm looking at the right thing. Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, Case Keenum. I would love to have Teddy as a backup. Oh, yeah. Uh, Keenum, I can't go wrong with Keenum. Keenum. Jacoby Brissett. Geno Smith. Flacco, Amy Dalton. Uh, that, that won't probably happen. But Geno Smith, uh, I heard, might actually be getting an extension soon, though. Yeah, I think from so. From Seattle. Taylor Haneke. I, I I mean, to be honest, after what you said, I I, I kind of... Oh, Minshew. Oh, wow, yeah. P.J. Walker. But how much do we, do we really want, a, a, like, a really serviceable backup? I, I, I mean, it is hard to say... It is hard to say that because every every team w- wants a good backup quarterback, but but like you said earlier about Baker, you know once she hits the fan for Justin Fields, Bears fans are gonna be calling for for the backup, and that will get annoying. Yeah, true. I mean, God, they're damn. There's some pretty pretty damn good backups next season. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sorry, I can't trust Trevor Simeon as a backup. I'm sorry. What about Cooper Rush? I can do Cooper Rush a backup. Oh yeah, Chase McSorley. Drew Locke. I know you mentioned Lamar Jackson, but there's obviously no chance. No. Um. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. This uh, this quarterback for agent market is actually gonna be pretty good going in next season. Sam Darnold. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a backup. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, you know, we can develop him in a couple of years. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. He, he can learn all Justin Fields. Well. You know, if if he learns all Justin Fields, he might get some wheels and. Get that old man moving. (laughs) All right, we are down to what's it? We got two more games left. Speaking Uh, of Brady, we should talk about the Bucks game. Okay, yeah, for sure. Uh, man, that that crowd was insane in Germany. Yeah, dude. It was was a lot funner than any other uh, international game we had. Right. Yeah. Uh, what two London games so far this season? Yeah, yeah I, I definitely enjoyed this game a lot more than those, for sure. Uh, this I, I was telling you last week, this could be Tampa's comeback and make sure they dominate Seattle. That was pro- I didn't expect them to dominate like they did. Yeah, they, they had control the whole court, game. Like, huh? They had control the whole game. Whole game. I mean, they ran the ball finally well. The, that white kid played very well. Um, right. Brady looked really well. They moved the offense very quick. They didn't lie not uh, – no huddle, speed pace routes. I mean, Tampa looked really, really well. I mean, Seattle just really couldn't get going to the fourth quarter, but yeah, a big win for Tampa for sure. And they need this. They look energized. They look ready to play. Uh, it looks like a, it looked like a different team. This was Tampa's best game of the year by far for me, for sure. And I don't know if we have more to that game. 
No, I mean, yeah, you pretty much covered it all. I mean, it, it just seemed like Seattle couldn't get anything going. Tampa, Tampa just had him by the neck, and um, yeah, this this is kind of Tampa's turnaround. Um, probably their their statement to to take the division. Like we pretty much all thought they would, but yeah, not much else to be said. Uh, gl- glad Brady got that one in Germany. Happy for your dad. <laughs> what other game we got? Uh, I think we had two more, right? We had that one. And... Oh, yeah, Cardinals Rams. Oh, we got that. The, the battle of the oh. backups, man. <laughs> the battle of the right? backups. <laughs> um, I mean, I had Cardinals winning my parlay. And mainly because I trust Cole McCoy a lot more than John Wolford. Is it me? Do you feel like I'm not saying he's better than Kyle Murray at all, but he runs Kingsbury's offense a little better than Murray. He knows where he goes with the ball. He makes smart decisions. Um, it, yeah, it did seem like that. And I mean, was he three one now under Cliff Kingsbury? I mean, Cole McCoy is probably one of the best backups in the league. He, I mean, he played well as a backup with the Giants. With Dave Jones out for a couple games. All right. Uh, defense balled out. Grant was against John Wolford. Um, very struggling offense. Rams just couldn't get anything going. The offense wasn't really spectacular, but from the Cardinals, but still looked good. I mean, they just did enough to win this game, but these are two very struggling teams right now. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I can't see the Rams coming back. They, they just do not look like a good team right now. Especially in the third quarter, Cooper Cup uh, exited with uh, that ankle injury, and it, the I, th- I think the the X-rays were negative, but it is said to be a high ankle sprain, so that might uh, put him out a couple weeks. And at three and six, I don't know if LA rushes them back. To be honest. I mean, they they kind of wave. They kind of got to wave the white flag right now. Oh. Anything else? That's pretty much it. Yeah, we got all the games. Um, it's just uh, it no, me, it another goes, it goes week. A lot faster with two people. Yeah, just another uh, week where we're we're really excited about Justin Fields and his development. So uh, we said before before the season that's what we're looking for. That's what we're getting these past few weeks. So that's pretty much the highlight of the podcast right now. Um, politics, political news. Okay. Uh, Trump is running. Expecting announced tonight that he's running for president twenty twenty four. Holy shit! Okay. I like so, it. So, I mean, these <laughs> next two years will be fun for sure. But yeah, let, let, let's, let's get some fun, man. You know, I'm not going to lie. I kind of miss it. That was kind of fun. That was oh, fun. hell yeah, dude. 2016 was a fucking ride. Like, I mean, that was the first time I, I've ever tuned into, like, a, what are those called? Like, the, the debates? Like, the official debates or whatever? Like, yeah. 
Those things were actually fucking fun, man. Like to watch. And I, I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm not into politics, but that shit's fun to me, man. Oh yeah, I, you know, I just like to have fun with it. And, I think I like seeing people mad. Everybody's angry. Yeah, fun. yeah. Say what you will about Trump, but uh, it, he's a roller coaster, and uh, I'm here for the controversy. And I, I don't know about you, man, but if he's actually running, I think he's actually got a shot to win. I mean, it, oh, I mean he's probably gonna. gonna one, he's probably gonna lead the Republican Party. It's between he is. It's between him, DeSantis. Yeah. And, uh, to be fair, I don't know I, the other candidates. But I heard that Democrats want that, that are pleading Biden not to run in twenty twenty. Who do they want? Because uh, like, I, I mean, I don't think they're big Biden guys. And, I don't think yeah, anyone I think is. They, I, yeah, I think they want him. Um, That'll be interesting, especially if he does go against Biden and he starts that whole Sleepy Joe shit again. I mean, <laughs> the memes will go crazy. The internet will go crazy. Um, Dude, that that twenty twenty election was nuts. Yeah, that was that was entertaining for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I I'm I, I'm actually so shocked that he lost that election. I I personally thought that Trump had that the whole way. I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to win, too. I was shocked, too. I couldn't believe that Joe won. But, damn, if he comes back and he wins his second term. I, I, for I would love to see a libertarian win. I'm more of a libertarian than anything else. But Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I kind of the best of both win. worlds. Huh? It's kind of the best of both worlds, libertarian. You know the funny part is, I think most people in the world are libertarians. Didn't even realize it. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Because uh, I feel like when a lot of people sit down and actually like like look at the Republican parties, Democratic parties, uh, political views, they're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I I, I could probably agree with something that Trump says or some uh, some things that Biden says. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, well you're a libertarian then. Well, here's a libertarian are economically Republican and socially liberal. And I generally believe most people are that, like, but we're stuck right versus left, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I do hope that one day we're, we're out of like the, the two party, like, like system where, where the libertarian party as a third party is, is a lot more respected and a lot more like, I hate to use the the word mainstream, but it in the conversation to where it's a, it, it, like Libertarian Party is a big deal, you know. I I I, I absolutely despise the the two party system. To be honest, the main yeah. two party system. Because I'm with a lot of people where I personally don't like to choose between Republican Democrat. It's it's hard to. So there's so many people out there like us that that feel like they have to choose one side. So, so hopefully we get to a point where it's not like that. And, you know, third parties get more into the mainstream. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, now with Trump a third party now, I mean, it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be even tougher now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Trump's taking away all the attention. And, and, I've even seen a lot of Democrats t- turn on Joe Biden. You know, l- like you said earlier, I mean, 
he might actually come in and steal the election. I'm for the controversy. Well, me too. All right, you got anything else? Not be it. I'll be it, guys, for the for the week ten recap. We'll be back later this week for the week eleven preview. Um, thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you guys later. Peace out. Take care, guys. Thank you.